This is episode 27 and my second solo round. You love it. You are great at it. The world needs it. You are paid for it. In this program, we go deep to get answers to essential questions and learn how to develop key skills to live a life that moves you. This is the Beyond the Surface Podcast. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you about digital minimalism. Why is a topic that came to mind, how it has led me to improve the quality of my life, as I hope it will with yours. So I was diagnosed with HDHD when I was a little kid. I medicated and everything. And the reason I ended up in this situation was because, you know, my parents were having trouble keeping me in one school. I I kept getting kicked out because I wouldn't pay attention in class. I had a lot of discipline, disciplinary problems, mostly due because I was very hyperactive and I could not stay focused. I had too much energy on me and that led my parents to consulting with doctors and finding out that I had this, the ADHD. As time moved, as we moved on, uh, I ended up getting into a school and staying there for a couple of years, which was the beginning of my, I guess, recovery from a life where I could not make any progress academically to becoming an underdog in my class, where I started, started racing fast through the ranks and getting, becoming academically more proficient. So everything seemed normal from then on. But then later on in life, now we're reaching end of high school. And I think this is when MySpace was uh, in my life getting started. People started uh, playing around with the idea of social media. And later on enter Facebook and the explosion of social media apps, including Twitter. And also the explosion of uh, platforms such as YouTube. I started noticing my HDS. HDHD symptoms get progressively worse. That resulted in a big red flag for me because it was leading me, leading me to depression. I was feeling like I was losing so much potential, personal potential, from not being able to stay focused. We're talking about not only just doing uh, tasks, knowledge tasks, but it is, it is really hard to function in life when, when you can't focus. It is hard to have a clear mind. It is hard to think, plan, strategize, develop yourself, your sense of self-awareness where all you're thinking of is checking in on that social media channel. All you're craving is going and find out what trending videos are going on right now. One of the theories that I developed is that these uh, habits of uh, the constant usage of social media apps and uh, video platforms such as YouTube, which have become progressively better at knowing how to keep you on their platforms with these smart algorithms, I took a stand. And that's really the, the message of this episode is, as you're listening to this, if this is something that you can relate to, the question is, are you willing to take a stand to drastically transform your future? And what does that mean? It means spending some time reflecting about your own habits. 
Is social media, for example, something that you wish you would spend less time on? If yes, have you tried to control it? If yes, have that uh, strategy to control it, let's say scheduling your time, which is one of the most popular tactics from social media addicts, is to say, hey, I'm going to now stop this madness of checking my social media through the day and I'm going to schedule it. I am now only going to check social media in the morning from 9 to 10 or later at night from uh, 7 to 8, let's say. And if this is something that you've tried and it has failed, then let me tell you something. You need to cut it off. <laughs> you need to cut it off. You already... You already, you already realize this is a problem. You already try a tactic. I, I don't really see any other tactics other than trying to constrain by scheduling the time that you spend on social media to decrease your social media usage. And if you are not even there, most likely you don't really have a solid strategy to this. If you're going to say, I'm going to start using social media less, that doesn't mean anything. Same thing with videos. If you are, let's say, as in my experience, Realize that you have a problem where every time that you go to YouTube, for example, you end up watching more content than you originally planned. There is only one way to tackle this without cutting it off. Is when you go to YouTube, you say, I'm going to only watch one video. And then you close it off. And if you're not able to do that, it's because your mind doesn't have the capacity to control itself. It's like by... All this time that you've spent interacting with these applications, your mind is losing the ability to control itself. Which in one way is like you're losing control of your life. When I realized this, I started to slowly gravitate towards practices such as meditation. And I don't know if you ever heard this, but definitely meditation is one of these things where I found extremely difficult being somebody who was so used to interacting with these applications that send you an overwhelming amount of content that is optimized to want to get you to consume more and more and more. I'm going from an activity such as uh, checking hundreds of different social media posts through a feed or watching uh, multiple videos, one after the other, after the other, after the other on YouTube, where you're just receiving information and craving more information to sitting down in silence and try to focus on counting your breaths. Whew, that is extremely difficult. It's like the extreme of, of, of the two states that your mind can be in from incredibly stimulated to now having to calm down having to calm the agitated mind. So how do you transition from being able to be someone who, who can really get really, really grounded? And by getting really grounded, I mean being completely calm, being able to keep your thoughts focused on just your breathing for 20 to 45 minutes and having that result in a life where you're able to think more clearly. You're able to progress faster. You're able to be more aligned and connect with your inner self, which in turn will give you a better life. How do you make that transition? 
And, and, and again, as I shared with you, there is all these tactics that you can try. But it really comes to a point where if you try these tactics and don't work, you have to cut these things off. Meaning you have to get off social media. You have to stop going to YouTube. There is no, I'm going to watch less. There is no, I'm going to use less social media. You have to cut it off. Now, this is really difficult to do. As somebody who has been through this process, I can tell you. Um, what I did in my case, I, uh, I, when I ended up making this decision, I was a, a user of Facebook, which was my worst, mo- my most distracting platform. I was a user of Instagram, I was a user of Twitter, and I was a user of LinkedIn. So what I did, I deactivated my Facebook, which I was able to keep de- uh, deactivated until today. It's been, I think, now three three years that I had that deactivated. And then I stopped using Twitter. I... I was never really too hooked into LinkedIn. LinkedIn never happened to be one of uh, the social media channels that kept me hooked. So I left that on and I checked in once in a while. And also because it is a part, it is a tool that I use for career development, for connecting with other professionals. And I've been able to do that without thinking it is a problem. But when you think something is a problem, you have to cut it off if you can't constrain it, if you can't manage it. And that's what I did. So as we think about the idea of procrastination, I'm telling you that I think social media channels, the incredibly smart websites that keep you hooked from YouTube to news channels such as, let's say, CNN and others, are like supplements for procrastination. So you ever say, ah, I could have done better, but I procrastinated. Guess what? You can't stop that. And the first way to stop that is by cutting off the supplements that are making your procrastination worse. And after doing that, slowly taking supplements for anti-procrastination. Taking supplements for focus. And by supplements, I'm not taking, I'm not asking you to go online and find any of those products that say that they can help you do that. I'm, everything that I recommend is always natural. I don't really think we need to go out there and look for a, some type of product that somebody has invented to do this. The power is within ourselves. And the supplement for anti-procrastination, the supplement for having a clear life is meditation. Developing a meditation practices and deepening your meditation abilities is the game changer you've been looking for. But before you jump on board, you got to cut all the other stuff. Otherwise, meditation is going to be incredibly hard to make a regular habit in your life. And that was my second solar, and I hope that you enjoy this short episode and that you find it valuable. A couple of quick announcements before you leave. For reference, you can access the episode, uh, this episode's notes alongside other resources at 
bit.ly/bts-ep027. Again, that's bit.ly/bts-ep027. Finally, if you enjoy listening to this uh, podcast, the best way to support me and, and the podcast is by leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and remember to live a life that moves you.